everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Uh, before we get to today's topic, which is about think real hard before you marry a guy with ADHD, um, to which some of the women listeners are like, uh, too late, <laughs> but but I do have a lot of single and dating listeners who it could be useful for, as well as I will certainly touch upon what to do if you already find yourself in this pickle. Um, but before we do any of that, please do subscribe. My most recent subscriber episode is on when you are smarter than your spouse, when a man feels like that and when a woman feels like that and what to do about it and what other variables may be at play. And uh, is this even really the case? I mean, like sometimes it is, but but sometimes it's not. And um, we'll talk about all of that on the subscriber episode. Okay, so why do I say think real hard before you marry a guy with ADHD? Because I see a lot of people in counseling where the guy has ADHD. A lot. I see some where the woman does. It doesn't usually go as bad, you know, but it goes a lot worse when the guy has ADHD than when the woman does. Why? Well, before anything, if you do like to read, you should be reading the ADHD effect on marriage. Um, if you are married to somebody with ADHD or if you are dating somebody with ADHD. Uh, that's a good book and everybody always likes it. So get it. Anyway, um, so what does it look like for a guy to have ADHD and how does that manifest within the relationship? Well, first of all, they're really disorganized, you know, and their house usually is a fucking disaster. And, you know, you meet them, they haven't gone to like the doctor or the dentist in like three years or something. And like all their shit's always in disarray. They can't plan. They're always flying by the seat of their pants. But in the dating phase, they're super charming because of the hyper-focused courtship. And I have two podcasts on ADHD which you should have listened to prior to this uh, if you're a longtime fan. But if not, again, type ADHD into the Spotify search uh, engine at the very top on the app of my uh, podcast. Scroll all the way to the top. Then you get a search bar. You type in ADHD. And, um, and anyway, so one of the big signifiers and something that you'll read about in that book, The ADHD Effect on Marriage by Melissa Orlov, if you buy it, is the hyper-focused courtship. So people with ADHD, it's like their brain is always sleeping. It's understimulated. So they need extra stimulation to behave normally. So what does this mean? It means that when you are, you know, in the honeymoon stage, you are the extra stimulation. You are super extra stimulating. You're like their drug. They may even say that. Some women remember the guy saying that. And it's real. You like everybody loves that stage and the oxytocin and the adrenaline and your hormones are pumping and dopamine is flooding your synapses. However, the people with ADHD love that even more because their brain is chronically understimulated. So they are so like you are like their Adderall, like they're focused on you. You could later see this with video games, like they get super into video games or super into work if they're not a video game guy or into like exercise or something. They go down these rabbit holes, which is why frequently their wives are so mad and they're like, you don't have ADHD. You could focus real well if you like something. If you're into it, then you're fine. So fuck you. You don't have ADHD. But they don't realize that they're basically saying, aha, you have ADHD. You can only focus when you really like something because that's one of the major things with ADHD is you cannot focus on boring shit. 
the boring stuff feels physically painful. Like, so like you're so bored in class, like as a kid, let's say when it's going slowly that you just want to die. Like that level of boredom is generally associated with ADHD. And as much as your husband loves you, if he has ADHD and it's not treated, and we'll get into treatment in a sec, then once you're out of the honeymoon stage, you are boring. You know, you're just boring. You're always up his ass about stuff, talking about the fucking Google calendar, blah, blah, blah. It's like Charlie Brown when his mother was talking. And like, unless you're screwing him or you're fighting with him, he cannot pay attention. And that's a shitty way to live. And the drama is something that a lot of people don't even realize is part of ADHD. He may not want to fight with you at all, but it's like he'll basically fall asleep during a conversation if there's no drama. So subconsciously, both of you create drama basically to keep him even engaged at all. So like a lot of women, when I say that, it's like a light bulb goes off and they're like, oh my God, I've said that for years. I've said, you only listen to me when I'm threatening to leave you. <laughs> and, and it's true because that is literally when she comes out of rah, 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 phase into something that he can focus on. So what is treatment for ADHD? Um, Stimulants, Adderall, Vyvanse, uh, Ritalin, things like that. But, you know, just like everything, what do I always say? There's no free lunch, right? So people get um, used to these levels. And this is sometimes people go on drug holidays, you know, so they go off for a little while, then they go back on to see if uh, the, you know, to see if it works the same way again when they restart it. But like any drug, you get used to it. You know, this happens with antidepressants, too. After like a few years, sometimes they just stop working for people. And this is not massively publicized in the pharma industry, obviously. So, um, but, 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 going on Adderall can be fucking transformative for guys with ADHD. And that initial, basically, honeymoon stage of being on stimulants can really make the woman realize two things. A, yeah, it was ADHD. It wasn't just that he was a dickwad all along. And, you know, B, like, wow, he can actually do like a lot of stuff, you know, like when he's medicated, he can act more like, like a, like a really active, proactive, collaborative member of a couple. And so a lot of these guys, by the way, have been medicating all along. They've been either drinking lots and lots of coffee, lots and lots of soda, you know, and um, sometimes they have recreationally taken Adderall or Red Bull. I mean, they know their brain instinctively knows it does better with a stimulant, you know, or else they're doing like a lot of dopamine releasers, like running for, you know, miles and miles and miles or uh, jujitsu or, you know, something that's like martial arts because they're like fighting people. So then their adrenaline is ramped up or they're in some kind of a job where they're like doing sales calls all over the state or they're an entrepreneur. So like, or they're an ER doctor. These are all real common for guys with ADHD because something's always happening. There's always a crisis. What do they never become? Accountants. They never become accountants. They never become like uh, high school history teachers. You know, they, they don't become things where you need to be calm and even keel and pretty much do the same thing all the time. They can't do those. Those are very, very hard for them. Frequently, even sitting at a desk is hard, but they could do it if there's like a lot of shit going on. So it's like a video game on the screen. You know, um, a, a lot of money's going to be lost or gained. So there's like a lot of adrenaline or human life is, is at risk if they're a doctor. So they have always basically been medicating with dopamine and a lot of them with sex. 
you know, because they could go down like a regular guy, go into a porn rabbit hole for like, you know, half an hour. You know, a guy with ADHD that's untreated can look at porn for like six hours, you know, because it's it's uh, so stimulating and his brain only feels good when it's really stimulated like that. You know, so it's it's very it's very interesting, really, to think about because you may have always thought that this guy's an addict and an asshole, and he may be an addict and an asshole. I don't know your individual situation, but if he has ADHD that's untreated, his brain has always just been gravitating toward things that could really uh, medicate him, pretty much. So then, why did I um, title this "Think Real Hard Before You Marry a Guy with ADHD"? Because you know what, people don't like to be on stimulants all the time. Sometimes they stop working. Sometimes the guy says, "Fuck you." What about me in my natural state? And really, it, it doesn't get rid of everything. You know, medication is not a panacea. For some, it can be. Some lucky people, but as I said, people get in inured to the effects, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You got to think really hard before you get invested with somebody who has any sort of mental health issue. That is just the truth. It is not being, um, you know, it's, it's, it's practical, right? So if somebody struggles with debilitating depression <clears throat> and you uh, are deciding whether or not to date them, that would not be in the plus column. You know, and I say that as somebody who has struggled with depression, this it's not like, um, that, that's not a, a great thing for an incipient relationship, right? And ADHD makes women feel, when their husband has it, it makes women feel very alone. You know, it's very hard to partner with somebody who can't keep themselves organized, who like loses track of shit, who you have to be up their ass all the time over and over saying the same things. Who You have to say, can, can you buy this cereal? And he'll go to the store and not buy any cereal, you know? And so these are the guys where, where the women are right, you know, when they're saying, so, so sometimes it's like, you know, the woman's standards are just not obtainable. He's doing like all this shit around the house and it's still not good enough because she's anxious. Now, interestingly, guys with uh, ADHD partner with women who are anxious, as I discussed in a previous podcast, but that's because these women are super also like um, conscientious and on top of shit to like a pathological degree. So it like compensates for somebody who is not on top of shit at all. But as I was saying, there were, there's a lot of women who their standards are way, way, way too high and they're like way too micromanagey about everything. But like there's also women that are coupled with guys with ADHD that they're like, he lives in filth. Like I got to remind him to brush his teeth. You know, I have to like remind him to go to work. He's like ne never planning ahead for anything. I have to schedule anything that I want him to do. And then I have to call him and make sure that he does it. Something like his own root canal, you know, with his toothache, he still doesn't like think about going. So yes, you're codependent if you're in that sort of situation, but also you're trying to make your marriage work, you know, and, and it, it's like, it's a real hard road to hoe, really. I mean, I see lots and lots of women in this situation where at first the guy wasn't quote as bad, and also they were young and ignored the red flags that he was. So like, for example, his house was like a total literal shithole with like fucking bugs, but he was hyper-focused on her and very sweet and loving and, and, and remembered everything she said. Because again, remember, she was the drug in that early phase. And so she thought, all right, well, I can clean a room. I can clean a house. I can hire a housekeeper one day or whatever the case may be. But then after the courtship, 
not only is he still, you know, like a pack rat to the nth degree, and that's even just the least of it, but also he doesn't focus on her anymore. So then it's like the whole reason, the thing that was compensating for the ADHD behaviors isn't there either. So that's what you have to think about. If you are dating a guy with ADHD, kind of wait long enough to marry him that he's come out of the hyper-focused courtship, that he's got like a new job and that's what he's hyper-focusing on or like he's training for a marathon and that's what he's focusing on. So if you marry a guy with ADHD after like 12 months, you're not going to ever have seen them outside of the hyper-focused courtship. You're not going to know what's coming down the pike, potentially. And this is, of course, easier said than done. But there are at least some women that are on the precipice of like thinking, should I be with this guy? He has untreated ADHD or even treated ADHD and he's all over the place. And, you know, I have a whole post like when you uh, thought it was cute to take care of the guy that you were dating and then you stop thinking it's cute. Like a lot of those guys have untreated ADHD or treated ADHD, but it just treatment just doesn't work that well. So, and ADHD is also comorbid with depression, anxiety, like just a lot of stuff. We don't know very much about the brain and, and mental health, you know. That's like a growing field of exploration. We know very little. Psychiatrists even know very little about why medications work. But what we do know is that when you have one disorder, you're pretty likely to have other disorders. So this addiction is another big one with ADHD. Porn addiction, gambling addiction. It's like anything that keeps your brain like active, alive, stimulated, sex addiction, etc. So, you know, it's really just something to think about, you know, and to if you are single after divorce and you're dating and somebody is like really like fun and has ADHD and he's like all over the place and he's like so different than whoever your staid, boring husband used to be. There's again, no free lunch and understand what this may look like later on. And it doesn't mean that, you know, everybody would make the same decision. But if even one person thinks about a decision longer, it's the same thing as like, really, like we could like zoom it out on a macro level. If there are a lot of red flags, but how it much the person loves you compensates, recognize they're not going to love you like the honeymoon stage forever. So if a woman struggles with bad depression and she's like always kind of laying around and really has no energy and you have to do everything for her and um, but she's really, really loving and appreciative and you have sex. Well, what's that going to look like when you have less sex and you've worn off like the honeymoon stage sheen? Are you going to want to lay around and watch reality TV and go to sleep early because that's how she is? You know, are you going to want to? No, you know, frequently no. <laughs> so some some people, yes, but some people no. So as always, I just kind of want you guys to be aware that there is a very definite honeymoon stage. In the case of ADHD, it's called the hyperfocus courtship, but it's there for everything. And if you have issues with somebody and they're struggling with whatever mental health issues, you got to kind of really look at what that's going to look like down the line. So if a woman says something like, I have like OCD or I have generalized anxiety disorder, don't just be like, oh, well, you know what? I can come in and fix that and help that and it'll be all better for her. Actually research what the fuck that looks like and think about it really, really clearly. Really, really clearly. And um, if, if you're thinking, well, nobody's actually going to do that because everybody, when they're in the in love stage, it doesn't matter. That's not true. You know, I have clients who are single and they come in and we talk about red flags and they actually 
frequently they're divorced people, they actually say things like, you know what, actually, now that we're talking about it, it looks like a lot of red flags. And I'm just kind of not interested anymore when I'm feeling like there's so many goddamn red flags and I don't want to replicate my old marriage. You know, so change is possible. And uh, young people, it's harder, you know, because they haven't ever had anything not work out really romantically. So it's all potential to work out and they're optimistic. But at least people that have, you know, previously been in a relationship that hasn't worked out are hopefully more humble and more practical and realize that they may not be thinking clearly in the earliest dating phases and some things may just not be worth it long term and have a much lower likelihood of working out. So this may be one of them. All right, I hope that you found this interesting. And um, if you are in a relationship, you are already married to a husband with ADHD, I hope that this has convinced you, if nothing else, that y'all ought to be in couples counseling because it is a tough path, you know, and it is a tough dynamic and it can lead to codependency and over-functioning in the other partner. It could exacerbate anxiety that they may have come to the table with anyway. And the person with ADHD can learn A, to stay on medication if it's working or go on medication if they're not tried medication or just honestly to empathize and understand what it is like to be with them and that perhaps they need to be engaging in some coaching or some individual work to help them get some more of their shit in order so that they, they, you know, are easier to, to deal with for the spouse, for you. And of course, you would have to work on your own, again, tendencies toward over-functioning and codependency. All right, and it's not like the people with ADHD, by the way, that come into couples counseling, like we're just like, oh, fuck it, y'all should get divorced. Like, it's totally not like that. Obviously, a lot of those couples end up doing a lot better, as many do in couples counseling. Not everybody, but many. So it's not like a death sentence, but it's one of those things where if you haven't really thought about it and it's still just one of those cute little quirks that your boyfriend has, I'm intriguing you to think about it a little bit differently. As I would if, for example, it was like a cute little quirk that your boyfriend drank all day all the time. Not a cute quirk, you know. And there's a lot of women that can attest to that, that met and married the guy who was drinking all the time in college and he never stopped. Um, All right. Talk to you all soon. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.